Hey everyone, and welcome to Scrambling with Dylan Otto, a podcast where the listeners can hear, learn, and laugh about my life in the golf world and other numerous topics with guests on the show. Tune in every week for insight and enjoy the show. Scrambling with Dylan Otto is sponsored by our friends over at Putt View Books. Putt View Books makes yardage and green books that are used by the best junior, college, amateur, and professional golfers in the world and are designed with the assistance of world-renowned golf coach Phil Canyon and can be made for over 30,000 golf courses. The amount of precision that's put into each yardage and green book is impeccable and Cordy from Golf Science Lab says they're clear, simple, and very useful. If you want a yardage or green book, head over to their website at puttviewbooks.com and check them out on Instagram at puttviewbooks. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto, featuring professional golfer Hunter Epson. Hunter, welcome, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely, man. It's been great to, you know, I've been watching you at your Long Beach State days and now playing professional, got to meet you in person a couple times, you know, so it's great to get you on the podcast here. And, you know, how have you been lately? How have things been with golf? Yeah, it's been, uh, it's been pretty good. Just been traveling a lot and trying to play as much as I can. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, that's the name of the game, man. In professional golf, you get in tournaments wherever you can and go play wherever you can and stuff. So it's a, it's a grind, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely is. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is, man. But I'm glad that everything's been going well with you and stuff, and um, you know, just getting out there and playing in tournaments and everything. But um, we'll get into the questions here. I always like to kind of start it from the beginning where your golf journey started. So you know, where are you from? And how'd you get into the game of golf, man? Yeah, I'm from uh, Long Beach, California, and my dad was a pretty good player growing up. Yeah. And he played in this area, and I've got an older brother, Ryder. He's about 18 months older than me, and he he, he kind of got into it way earlier than I did, kind of uh-huh. started taking it more serious, and uh, I was playing some other sports and was really kind of into soccer and ice hockey and ice hockey mainly, and then just kind of got to the point where you kind of going to go yeah. live in a different state and go to some, you know, boarding <laughs> school or something and play ice hockey or you're kind of going to stop. Yeah. And uh, around the same time, I started getting a little the itch for golf. I kind of always been around it, was going on some family trips and I would yeah. suck. And <laughs> just kinda, I think I think I just really started liking the idea that I didn't have to like wait around for a team practice and didn't have to buy an ice time for an hour Right, And I could just go to the golf course all day. And I kind of had a built-in, you know, friend to do that with who yeah. wanted to play as best he could and, you know, had dreams of playing golf as well. So it's like, it's just kind of, kind of all worked out. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's funny that you say that. Cause it's like, I've had a couple people on that were into hockey as well, you know, and that's a, uh, it's interesting. I, you know, I don't, you don't hear that very often here in the U S because, you know, it's kind of like, um, you know, it's, it, it still is, you know, it's a popular sport, but it's just like something that you don't hear very often. So it's cool to hear how you were really into ice hockey. And, um, but it's cool that you had a buddy that you kind of grew up playing golf or you got serious playing golf with because it's, uh, it makes it like that much easier to go out with and grind with somebody, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think I would have eventually gotten into golf, but yeah, it's definitely like nice when you can get, you know, your parents drop you off first thing in the morning and, you have somebody else there with you. And luckily we had a lot of other friends in the area that were, you know, yeah, liking golf as well. But yeah, just, 
be able to follow him around and he was way better than me. I mean, I remember I started taking it serious and we went and played in like Saboba Springs. I remember with my dad and one of his other friends who was a good golf, like scratch golfer and my brother. And I, I, I think I just started taking it serious. I went out and shot like 104. I think he shot 73, <laughs> my brother. And, all right. and he keeps reminding me of all the, all the time. <laughs> He's got me by 31. I, I don't think I'll ever be able to beat him by 31 shots one day but he's got that on me he likes to remind me anytime i get him by a few he's like you're never gonna get the 31 oh man oh man but hey you gotta start somewhere though hey you gotta start somewhere so (laughs) yeah but uh it's cool though to hear how getting into the game of golf like that and you know just going out there and literally starting from the beginning like everybody does so but um yeah yeah, no, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. And, you know, I'm curious about like your high school days and, you know, where'd you go to high school? You being from the Long Beach area, like, you know, in your junior career as well, like you play in a lot of local stuff. Uh, Yeah, they had some like Long Beach golf festival stuff I would start playing in and just like yeah. some LA County events. I remember playing a ton of those. I kind of went to their junior golf camps as like a kid when I was just, you know, really young. And a lot of my dad's friends kind of you know, good players in the area kind of work for them. And I just remember going to those camps with my brother and a couple other friends who yeah. didn't even pursue golf or anything. They played like baseball and stuff. And then, yeah, I went to Long Beach Wilson High School. My brother went there. He's two years older than me. So I just mm-hmm. followed suit. I actually knew the knew the coach, Coach Evans. I, I grew up in like skins games at Big Rack with my dad's group of friends. Oh, nice. Like every every Saturday, Sunday when I was like, probably in middle school and he would play he, he, he would play the he'd play the skins games too so i got to know him real well and yeah it was a. Uh, I i loved high school golf like i think yeah. i remember some kids like wouldn't even play growing up but yeah I thought high school golf was like it's probably my uh, it's one of my favorite experiences in golf like we were a really competitive team we we're a really big high school i think it's like over four thousand kids so wow uh we had like at the time we had like I want to say five teams. Wow. We had a varsity team, a varsity team. We had a varsity gold team. These were like juniors and seniors who would get normally kicked off the team, but the coach just wanted them to stay around, and we would play them in some like league matches so they could get uh, you know, their varsity uh, sure. Letterman jacket thing sure. or whatever yeah. it is. And uh, and we yeah. had a couple JV teams, and then we had like a freshman sophomore team. Wow. So at the time, I don't think it's like that anymore. I think there's a lot less kids and they kind of cut it down. But yeah, I mean, there must have been 40 to 50 kids. I mean, it seemed like I, wow. I, I could be yeah. wrong on that number, but there was a <laughs> lot of guys up there and we we're a really competitive team. I mean, we were, when I got there, my brother was a really good player and there was another guy, Harold Kalubid. He's kind of grinding on the mini tour still. And, uh, and then uh, there's a couple other kids that were my brother's age that were pretty solid. And then they graduated, and then I was a junior. And there's another kid my year, uh, Andrew Fernandez. He ended up playing like Division Two golf. Gotcha. And then once, and then the two years that I had left junior senior year, there was a couple good freshmen that came in at the time. So there's mm-hmm. about four of them that were pretty solid. Tyler Schaefer is one of them that ended up playing at Long Beach, and then the yeah. other three probably could have played some college golf if they wanted to, but kind of just didn't choose to go down that route so it was it was pretty fun i mean we played 18 wow. home matches wow uh our coach our coach made it really like 
competitive. We were always playing a lot. Every it felt like every time we went and played, like counted for something. Like you made sure that you kind of knew what your average was, where you were on the team. I don't know. It was just like wow for a guy that like loved competition. It was just you kind of yeah. knew where everybody was at all the time, and it was just like go beat everybody, you know. And everybody was gunning for everybody, and it was it was pretty fun. We played we we played some cool tournaments. We went to like Texas one year or two years. Wow. Um, our coach ended up hosting a big high school tournament in in La Quinta area. Wow. I think it was called like Champions or something. It was at a blanket on the name of the golf course, but there was like uh, teams from everywhere would come and uh, it was a pretty big high school tournament. We ended up winning that one year. So that was fun. Yeah. I don't know. We just, we didn't play nine hole matches. So I think yeah. that made it a lot more fun and it was like 18 holes. And if we couldn't finish 18 holes, we'd, you know, play 14 or as many as we could. It was just like, yeah. The only time we would play nine hole matches is if we were playing like on the road against somebody and it was like a country club and they only offered nine holes. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And like Coach Evans, he would come play with us and he was a good, he's a scratch golfer. So he would come and like beat us. And it was just, I don't know. He made it, he made it so fun and he was like such a good, he's like one of the best coaches I've ever had, period, in any sport like growing up. And it was just like, he just did it. Like he stayed out of the way. Like, and, and also at the same time, he was there for you and like helped mm-hmm. you. He helped me a lot with the college recruiting and whatnot and what junior tournaments to play and just a bunch of other stuff. But I mean, I think he was just, he's the reason the program was so good. Like he ended up not, he ended up stepping away after a couple of years after I graduated. And you yeah. could just tell like the program went in a different direction without him. I always thought he would be a great college coach. I just, I don't think that's something maybe he doesn't want, maybe he'll do one day, but I don't, I'm yeah. not sure, but I think he's as good as uh, any college coach I've met. So. Wow. I mean, that's a pretty intense, like high school experience. You know, I've had people on where they say, you know, yeah, we had, you know, we had a good lineup. We had really good team and stuff, but I mean, you're talking, you know, so you know multiple teams in your high school that you know played in all different kinds of you know classes and stuff you guys are traveling to texas to play in a high school tournament you know hosting one in la quinta like whoa <laughs> yeah it was it was a lot but it was just there was a couple guys that a couple older guys that would volunteer to help out the other teams like one guy yeah. played college golf at lmu way back in the day his name's doc mcbride he was great and there was another guy who was like a retired PGA professional. He would host, he would coach another team. And then like two guys that were teachers at the school would coach the other team. So it was like everybody kind of had their team. And yeah, but, but we would all, our high school's right next to the uh, big rec. So we just, everybody would just walk up or drive up after, uh-huh. you know, after classes got out and you just kind of knew what you were doing. It was, it was a pretty well run system. It was just, wow. Yeah. I think he just made it so much fun for everybody i mean it was it was yeah. never like that intense or anything it was just like everybody wanted to play and yeah you know i think it's a lot more fun to play i'm not i don't know it's just way more fun when you play in 18 holes versus nine i mean definitely yeah yeah like yeah. anybody i think anybody can play well over nine holes or you know or you know some team could get lucky and beat you but like i don't know right. we felt like we had a pretty good team and then you know playing 18 holes was just you know, it was fun. And there was a lot of other good teams in the area at the time. Like we'd play Servite. They were really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Los Alamitos had a good high school. And we would just play outside of our league. Our league wasn't very good. There was a couple individuals at certain schools that were good, but the teams weren't good. So we would just play a lot of 
you know, against other schools. And I mean, I remember one year we went up to Spyglass and played Stevenson oh for nine gosh. holes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was just, yeah. You were kind of getting like a taste of like college golf before you even got to college golf. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. It's definitely a little different. You're not going on a, you know, we only went on one plane, but yeah, it was just, yeah, it was still, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, but in the terms of like, you know, there was guys trying to make it on the varsity lineup, you know, that were like right. the six, seven guy. And you can, you know, you kind of get that whole feel of like, you know, you're trying to qualify to go to an event, you know, in a way, but a little different, but yeah, it was just, it was run like a college team. I mean, it was great. Yeah. It was, I, if I could, if I could go back and play high school golf and not have to go to high school, but just play with those guys and <laughs> yeah. play for that, play for that coach, I would, I mean, I loved it. I was, I was pretty bummed when I had to, you know, go off to college. I just enjoyed it so much. Like it was, I looked forward to, it. I knew him like growing up and I was looking forward to playing for him. And then, yeah four years went by pretty quick but yeah. man he was great like that's awesome awesome yeah. i mean and to have i mean to have a coach that that you really enjoy being around or somebody that really makes it that much more enjoyable it makes it you know it just makes it that much more fun so that's pretty cool yeah yeah and you know i mean just kind of with your high school days how much you've enjoyed them and you know playing in junior tournaments and stuff like would you say playing high school golf was kind of like you know, something that you look back at or kind of the highlight that you really enjoyed it? Or was there kind of like something else that you really enjoyed in your junior career? Uh, yeah, I mean, I played some like Toyota Tour Cups and AJGAs. Yeah. I, I played this tournament, the Big Eye. I don't think, I think they stopped it, but it was uh, like the Big Eye National Championship or something. And uh-huh. I remember you'd have to go up to like Santa Cruz to get through like the state portion. And then there was like oh, certain wow. people from each state. I played that like, a couple like four years maybe in a row and uh-huh. that was pretty cool because i was you know probably eighth grade to like junior year and it was like you they had like host families so you just go by yourself and stay with the host family and i was kind of like the first taste of like yeah not traveling somewhere with your you know your parents or whatnot and i remember i had a buddy the first time at the course i grew up with hacienda he he qualified as well. And so that was fun. We just stayed with like a host family and each year, you know, it was like a different host family and nice. different places in the country. And that was pretty, that was pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, yeah, high school, high school was great. That like CIF, we won a CIF section championship one year. So that was pretty, that was pretty fun. We made it to state my last year. We didn't really play well there, but yeah, I thought we had a good enough team probably to win. We just kind of never really played well. At the, <laughs> I think we got to the the third round every year as at Brookside, and yeah, my yeah. first my my first two years we definitely had the better of teams, and we just we would kind of just get stuck there. You'd run uh, into you know the Westlake with Matt Wolf and those guys, and you just kind of get beat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. get you. you. I get if you. you. Didn't, if if you didn't play well, you kind of just weren't weren't advancing. And then our last year we. <laughs> We ended up playing really well and got to state, and no one really played well at state at San Gabriel. But it was it was fun to get there, you know, and win yeah. at least they'll win like a section championship one year. Right, right. I mean, you guys eventually got there, you know, and I know you yeah, want yeah. to get there and play well and stuff. But you know, it seems like you had a lot of great experiences in high school golf. That's that's pretty cool, man. I'm really glad that you're able to you know have those experiences and stuff and just really enjoy and soak up that high school golf experience. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I run into a lot of guys that played at Wilson like before me and after oh, yeah. me, and they all they all say the same thing. I mean, I think everybody had a a blast in high school, and I think that was 
you know, maybe not the high school itself, but the golf part, uh, you know, right, like, right, right. It just, they had a blast playing for coach Evans and everybody that was involved. So it was, it was a lot of fun. Wow. That's pretty cool, man. And, you know, it's, I'm really curious about, you know, you said the coach kind of helped you with, you know, picking out, um, you know, junior events and then also kind of with the recruiting process and stuff. And, you know, I'm curious about like, when did you start the recruiting process? Like how, how'd you go about that and what schools were you kind of looking at? Yeah. I just remember, you know, I got a bunch of like questionnaire things from yeah, yeah. a good amount of schools. I feel like around freshman year of high school and mm-hmm. then uh, sophomore year, I think I got started getting a lot more calls from coaches. Gotcha. I remember I had, or not, I don't think they could call me, but I think they called my high school coach at the, I think they can't call you till your junior right. year or something. Yeah. It's a little so different. I remember now. I had my high school golf coach as a teacher my sophomore year in the first class in the morning. And I remember like, like he would get a phone call and I would walk <laughs> in in the morning and he would tell me like, Hey, so-and-so kind of called. And it wasn't a ton of coaches, but you know, there was a few and I didn't take too many visits. I mean, Pepperdine was pretty early yeah. on there. Yeah. Uh, reaching out. I remember Carl Smith, who's on the bag now mm-hmm. for Saha. Mm-hmm. He was assistant coach at the time. And he was, he was following me a lot of tournaments. He was at, I felt like they were at every tournament I was playing in, but nice. you know, and I think he came to like some high school like tournaments as well. Uh-huh. And, uh, but we were playing with other guys like that I ended up actually coming to Pepper Clay Fiegler. I played with him a lot and he ended up coming to Pepperdine. Uh-huh. And, uh, so yeah, I took a visit to Pepperdine think sophomore year and they kind of, you know, offered me something and I kind of wasn't ready to commit at the time. And uh-huh. they kind of uh-huh. was just like, okay, let us know you know, at, at a certain point, you know, then we will right. talk again kind of thing. And then I think I visited SC as well as Zambri, mm-hmm. but they kind of had somebody already in my class that was on a good chunk of scholarship. Gotcha. I think that's why I started, you know, kind of ran into a couple places was, you know, back then I feel like everybody was committing so early, right? like ridiculously early. And a lot of guys in my class were so like some of yeah. the places you would go was, already filled up or you know a good chunk of scholarship was kind of gone yeah but i mean it was really every place i went i kind of just compared it to pepperdine and i was like i'm not going to go there over pepperdine Mm -hmm. so it kind of felt like each place was like that and yeah and my dad was like if you're not going to go anywhere else you might as well just let them know that you're going to go there yeah might as well yeah (laughs) yeah help them out you know help them out to where they wanted to know I mean I knew kind of the first time I went there that that's where I wanted to go I really liked coach Beard he was great I really Mm -hmm. liked Carl yeah the place is awesome I mean Malibu's Malibu's great Um, yeah you get to stay in Southern California for the weather and I think the real big thing was like they were there was a lot of guys starting to go there that I was, I was playing a lot with like mm-hmm. Anthony Ciceri. He, he's a couple of, he's my brother's age. He's two years older than me. He, he had committed. Uh, and he, I mean, he was already there actually at the time. And then yeah, they got, they got Sahith, they got Roy Coots. I kind of wanted to play with clay. Like we were pretty good friends and he was mm-hmm. interested in there as well. So that kind of helped out. And then they got Josh McCarthy as well for my class. So yeah, it was just like, kind of like, I liked the guys a lot. I liked what coach Beard was saying and wanting to build there. And mm-hmm. I just kind of wanted to be a part of it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's tough to whenever Pepperdine is talking and offering you. And then, you know, like you said, being in Malibu and kind of just everything that comes along with being a golfer there, you know, it's, and it, it's cool that 
that was kind of that was the first main school that was contacting you and then you were kind of that was the bar for every school after that was okay are they you know can i see myself going there or, or you know they're not as good as pepperdine like you know so it's interesting how how you did that there yeah and that's also like i could tell like they really wanted me to go to the school yeah and you know they were i mean they were there from the beginning so it was it was, it was great to go to somewhere that you know yeah. Didn't show up show up last minute because you were playing really good. It was more like, you know, they yeah. kind of wanted you from the beginning and that was fun. Yeah, that is pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah. But you know, I'm curious about I mean, you played you played a year at Pepperdine and then decided to transfer out. Um, you know, your time at Pepperdine was pretty was pretty short. So I'm really curious about, you know, how come you wanted to, you know, transfer out, leave there and stuff and just, you know, kind of look for somewhere else, maybe a better fit or something. But I'm just curious about, you know, why transferring. Yeah, I uh, I kind of went in. I was really struggling with my game. Uh-huh. I kind of just got really struggling around the greens. Kind of just started blading some chips for a while there. Gotcha. Pretty rough, and then uh, that was kind of end of high school, beginning uh-huh. of college. And I think I was just really struggling with the game. I really sh- I didn't do really well in school. There I was actually actually academically ineligible at the end of my freshman year. Gotcha. And I think their school ended pretty early. Uh-huh. I remember they, they, they finished in like April. Uh-huh. So I was not eligible to go to conference or re- potentially a regional. I mean, I was kind of in the lineup there at the end. I was mm-hmm. pretty much a five guy from the beginning there, like gotcha. five, maybe four. And then I didn't make some of the lineup. So I would uh-huh. go all the way back to, you know, the seven guy. But uh, I was kind of making the lineup there towards the end. And then I remember I, you know, I wasn't eligible to go. And I was kind of a, Gotcha. Just kind of a bummer. And yeah, it just kind of wasn't really a fit for me. I was really struggling school, yeah. golf, and uh, just kind of wasn't really like the probably the happiest person to be around at the time. And yeah, it's kind of just, I went, actually, I went back for my sophomore year. I went back the first semester of my sophomore year. Okay. Gotcha. I uh, was playing, yeah, I was playing pretty good. Every, you know, I uh, was making a lineup, but still again, like, kind of middle of the pack guy yeah uh and then just kind of i think we had two tournaments left that spring or fall semester and Mm -hmm. i just went up the beard and i was like hey i I think i want to transfer and just kind of i didn't really see myself being successful there i think i just was you know struggling with golf and school and it, it you know the academics were tough and yeah uh just where you had to drive to go practice and stuff. I think it was just all just kind of didn't add. I didn't, I don't know. I just didn't see it kind of yeah. for me. And I remember I ended up deciding to transfer. I finished out that semester. Gotcha. And then, yes. And then started looking at other places to go. Gotcha. And I mean, I know Pepperdine, the academics there, they're no joke. Like, I mean, it's, yeah. uh, it, it's pretty intense there. So, um, but I mean, it's, that's all part of, you know, kind of college golf and everything. Like you go there your first year, you're feeling a lot of things out. I mean, there's a lot of new things. So it's, and, and you see nowadays, you know, a lot of people transferring, you know, I mean, it's, it, it's, it's, it's something yeah. that happens. So it's, you know, it's not a big deal. You know, you got to find the best fit for yourself at the end of the day, you know? So, yeah. And I think it was really nothing with the, there was nothing with the team itself. I think I, yeah. I really like Beard. I think he's a great coach. I knew the the thing that really sucked is like I saw the program building towards you uh-huh. know what it turned out to be when a national championship, and like I wanted to be a part of that. I just I think I just kind of finally was like, 
hey, like I want to play professional golf at the end of the day and maybe this isn't the place for me. And that was, you know, it was a tough sure. decision. I oh, I, I thought about it after my freshman year and then I ended up going back uh-huh. and, uh, but yeah, I just kind of, I really liked the guys. Like they were great. I'm still friends with a lot of them and yeah, uh, I see them a lot. You know, the guys are, a lot of the guys are playing similar stuff. I am. And then, you know, you have Saad playing on the PGA tour, which is just awesome. Right. Like, he's the nicest, he's the nicest guy out there. And so it was, you know, it was kind of a bummer leaving those guys because, I knew them since junior golf and mm-hmm. we were kind of a, you know, was, but I just set them the day. I just kind of decided to go elsewhere. Yeah. yeah I mean, you got to do yeah. what you got to do at the end of the day. Yeah. And okay. I think, you know, you got to find the right fit for you. And right. You know, I mean, especially you wanting to play professional golf. I mean, you want to, you want to go somewhere where you're going to be playing, you're going to be developing as a player, you know, and like not saying that Pepperdine is not, you know, Pepperdine, they can, they're more than capable of doing that, you know, but it's like yeah. for yourself, I mean, for what you're looking for, I mean, it's different for everybody. So. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. It was just, it wasn't for me. I think it's a great spot for anybody to go to school, but yeah, sure. it just kind of yeah. wasn't, wasn't for me at the end of the day. Yeah, I get you, man. I get you. And, you know, ultimately you, you ended up transferring to Long Beach state, which is, you know, you're from kind of, you know, that area and, you know, just kind of tell me about what was it like going to Long Beach state and, you know, and, um, you know, kind of playing for almost like your, you know, your, your hometown, I guess. Yeah. I never really thought I would go there. Uh-huh. Uh, they had a different coach when I was in high school and my brother actually played two years there and then he ended up just getting the job and starting working from, but yeah, it's just, they kind of hired a new coach his first year. Michael, Michael's first year was my sophomore year. Yeah. So then I, once I ended up transferring, I kind of met him at Virginia uh-huh. just one day when I had already decided to transfer from Pepperdine, I was just practicing out of Virginia and they were out there as a team and I kind of met him. Seemed like an awesome guy. And, uh, he asked me if I wanted to come, you know, visit, check it out. And yeah, just it was kind of a good fit at the right time my dad was a member at virginia so i had access there yeah to go practice uh knew a couple guys on the team mm-hmm. and kind of just knew everything that they were gonna do so it was kind of just a easy fit but at the same time it was like there were some guys like playing on the pga tour that were practicing out of virginia so that was kind of a perk of just being able to hang around them and practice with them and play with them as well yeah, you know Jamie Mulligan, who teaches out there and runs the place. He, you know, he has a good, a lot of good players that work with him. So, it was, it was, and I was working with him at the time. So, it was, you know, it was fun being around those yeah. guys and w- watching those guys, you know, pursue, you know, le- learn what they do, you know, practice and play and how they practice and you know what are they doing. It was fun to watch from a at close. So that kind of also drew me there. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, it's, and I've had, you know, Michael Wilson on the podcast and him talking about his time at Long Beach and, you know, some guys from Long Beach and, you know, they really enjoyed kind of, you know, being under coach Wilson and stuff. And it's cool that you're able to kind of, you know, go somewhere that, that felt like, you know, a better fit for you. Cause ultimately that's what you're looking for at the end of the day. Um, and, you know, I'm curious about your time at Long Beach state, you know, how would you compare it to, you know, how you felt at Pepperdine and, you know, how'd you develop as a player kind of over your years at Long Beach state? Yeah, I think uh, Long Beach was great. I, you know, when I transferred, I played at Pepperdine that, that sophomore year. And when I transferred, and uh-huh. I just kind of asked Michael if I could take the semester off. Yeah. I basically just burned a semester of college eligibility. And I just, I kind of just got away from the college golf for a you yeah. know, semester. And I, I played, you know, just a bunch of, 
I don't think like Golden Staters, but like you know, I play like some amateur events and like mm-hmm. the SoCal Open as I am, or any really anything I could play. Yeah, I was still playing. I just wasn't on the team, and it, it turned out to probably be the best decision I could make. It was tough because I, you know, I wanted to play and I knew I'd play with the team, and yeah. but it was just like I kind of got away for it for for a semester and got the mm-hmm. school thing figured out. And yeah, yeah. Then when I kind of jumped back in junior year, it was great. We had you know Joe Fryer on the team as well, so it was. And a couple other guys that were really good players and it was fun just competing every day. And I think yeah. Michael did a great job of just making it really competitive in practice. We'd play a lot. We don't really, Long Beach doesn't really have like access to anywhere on the weekends. Uh-huh. You kind of just have your practice facility. So I think he did a really good job of, you know, I think we'd play like four days a week and just, you know, make sure the guys were playing. Yeah. Yeah. If you weren't really a member somewhere in the area or, you know, you didn't live within the area to go back home to play somewhere, like maybe your home course on the weekend. Right. You kind of were just kind of stuck at Eldo practicing and maybe get out there after one. But, it, you know, it's so busy to play golf now that that was pretty yeah. much impossible to do. But, right. yeah, just I felt like Long Beach, I just slowly got back in my groove and just slowly got better each year. I mean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you just look at like, you know, the scoring average from Pepperdine to the one I finished at Long Beach, I mean, it's just a drastic change. And yeah. I think the thing I took with the most pride in is like each year I got a little bit better. Uh-huh. I think Michael is a big component of that. I mean, he, he just, you know, he just believed in me from the get go and it mm-hmm. just, yeah, it was, it was, it was fun to play. And I kind of knew I was going to make the lineup. Mm-hmm. I knew I was going to go to every event. It just, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's a different, it's a different kind of feel when you're, you know, you're, you're going to go play every event and right. not like, not like, I mean, there, I think there's a, a really good component to, you know, it's really, you've got a really good college golf team and it's mm-hmm. tough to make that lineup. Like that's, sure. I, I definitely benefited, benefited from that at Pepperdine because it was really tough to make the lineup, but I also think you got to play. Yeah, exactly. Like you just, if you sit the bench and you're not playing like I don't know you're not gonna get much better (laughs) and it it wasn't really like I wasn't getting in the lineup at Pepperdine it was just like I it was just a lot tougher and I mean there's a lot of other things but just looking at Long Beach like obviously the team wasn't as good as that team and it just I was in the lineup right I was going to I was going to each event I was trying to you know figuring out you know how to play good back-to-back weeks not just play good at your home course to try to yeah. qualify to go to the event and then once you qualify you're like so relieved that you're in the event and you don't even <laughs> play good you know yeah. yeah yeah no i totally get you i mean it was just it was a not as much stress you know i mean you were at pepperdine and you're grinding for you know the five spot whereas you know you're going to long beach state where you kind of know that okay i'm gonna be able to play in, in tournaments and like you said you could you can kind of put good tournaments back to back and really like Develop as a player, basically. I mean, that because that, yeah. that's what you're ultimately wanting to do. Yeah, I think I definitely just got way better as a player. I mean, just being able to play consistently and, yeah, you know, we were playing good events and good courses. And then it was nice you go, you know, the next year you go back to the same places or, you know, you go to – we get into some better tournaments because our team started to play better, you know. Yeah. Just – it helps you develop and get your game a lot better, but – I think I just changed totally as a person. I don't know if I was probably the best teammate to be around at <laughs> Pepperdine, but I, I felt like by the time I was done at Long Beach, I was definitely, you know, 
Yeah. Just a totally different person. I think I, I took kind of a more of a leadership role towards the end. We kind of had a younger team my last year there. And yeah, I mean, it was just, it was, it was a blast. I, I really enjoyed uh, Palm Beach and all those guys. And a couple of them are grinding now on the, some of the mini tours that I'm playing. So it's, it's fun yeah. being able to travel with them still. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember, you mean, I remember whenever, you know, the team that you were on at Long Beach State was like, just had a lot of really good players you know and i was just like whoa like you know long beach and i i, I remember watching you know not only you but joe fryer as well and just kind of seeing like what you guys were doing at long beach and you know it's just really cool to kind of hear kind of you know your journey getting to that point and stuff so it's it's really cool to hear how you enjoyed your time at long beach state developed as a player you know into the player you are today so that's pretty cool though to hear that yeah yeah joe joe made it really fun he was there for my my first year and yeah, he had a great year. I had a great year. We were kind of battling there, and every event it felt like we were both playing pretty good. And then the next year was that COVID year. Uh-huh. I had a good first semester, and then kind of didn't, you know, first time, you know, playing. Uh, won a college event, so that was really fun. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I think our team finished second, though we didn't win. And then you know, COVID happened, and then that was kind of a bummer. We had a couple guys transfer out. Mm-hmm. and I decided to come back for that fifth year. I've been, yeah, I was kind of a no brainer at that time. And might as well. I mean, yeah, it was kind of a bummer. We lost like two of the guys that o- o- uh, Owen ended up transferring to Oregon and mm-hmm. a guy named Tripp transferred to Houston. Mm-hmm. Otherwise I think our team could, could have been a little better that last year, but I mean, we ended up yeah. winning big West my last year, which was yeah a lot of fun going to a regional. We didn't really play well at regional. I played all right, but <laughs> yeah, not, not good yeah. enough to get to nationals, but uh, I yeah, got it was you. fun to, it's kind of fun to take that step. And then, you know, this year the team won big West. So, I mean, mm-hmm. some of the guys are still on that team. So, you know, hopefully we started something for years to come, you know? Exactly. Absolutely, man. I totally get what you're saying. And, um, you know, yeah, it's just cool to hear how, you know, these experiences at Long Beach State and just how you like, once again, you've been able to develop as a player and how it was just, it was just an overall better fit for you. I mean, that's just kind of a testament to, you know, people that are going through the recruiting process or anything like, you know, trying to find a school that is the best fit for you at the end of the day. I mean, that's what you have to do. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. definitely, yeah, you don't want to be, yeah, it's just, it's tough, you know, back it, then is. You, it was, or I mean, I'm acting like it's so long ago, but I know the rules have changed. It was, I think they, you could, you now you can't commit yeah. till, or they yeah, you can't, can't. You can't even talk to him until your junior of high school. So yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. So yeah. like it's I'm yeah, I'm trying to say like it's back then, like it's ten, you know, it's only a couple <laughs> years ago. But like it was, yeah, it was, it was a little different. Like the, oh, yeah. Know, I think it was kind of you know, there was a couple other guys I knew that ended up transferring that committed so early. And, yeah, you know, but now I think it's going to be a little bit better for kids, you know, finding the right spot. Yeah, because I mean, I remember guys committing in eighth grade, freshman of high school, and it's like whoa like i i didn't even think about like playing college golf yet. <laughs> yeah yeah you, yeah definitely yeah, there's a lot of those yeah it was wild but yeah the rules are a lot different now so it's probably like you said you know a little bit better for you know people to kind of find a best the best fit for them because i mean you could be a totally different person from eighth grade freshman year to senior year of high school so <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> but i mean after your years at long beach state and you know, what was the plan for you? Was it straight away you wanted to get into professional golf or, you know, were you kind of debating on that or, you know, what was your plan after Long Beach State? Yeah, I mean, I played uh, 
Canadian Q school or mm-hmm. I signed or I played or signed up for when the COVID year happened and obviously right. all the Q schools got shut down. So that was kind of my plan then. And then once I, I was like, well, I'm for sure coming back. Uh, Cause you could sign up when you're still in, uh, yeah. in college and play as an amateur. So then when I, I decided to come back and I knew that after I was done, I, I mean, I always wanted to play professional golf and I kind of started seeing my game trend towards the right direction. Like each year I was definitely getting better mm-hmm. and started playing better in other events outside of college. Yeah. You know, some amateur events. I definitely, you know, saw that the game was trending in the right direction. I knew I needed to get a lot better and, you know, still need to get better, but it's kind of just saw that improvement, which was kind of a, mm-hmm. you know, gave me a little belief and confidence that I could, you know, go pursue this. And absolutely. Yeah, so I played the, I played in, I played Canadian Q school again that, uh, in April at Saboba ended up getting status, but it was that form tour at the time. Yeah. Yeah. I had like conditional status, like my number was never really good enough. So I just started playing some mini tours right off the bat mm-hmm. and some Monday qualifiers and just gotcha. kind of got into it. But yeah, I mean, I, I always want to be a professional athlete growing up. You know, I, I, my, you know, I used to always tell my parents that, and even growing up, I, I really didn't really care what sport it would be. I just kind of always envisioned yeah. myself doing that, whether it was hockey or whatever, you know, whatever sport it was. So, mm-hmm. um, it was kind of, you know, golf is a little different. Like you're not drafted or anything, you know, you just kind of just wake up one day and you're like, well, you know, the professional golf career starts today. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. If you, if, if you got the money, they'll, they'll take you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's brutal. I mean, the professional golf, it's, it's a lot different than most sports. Cause like you said, you're not getting drafted. You're not guaranteed any money. Like it's a, like you said, you wake up professional, like sign up for a yeah. tournament. <laughs> yeah. I remember I played, uh, I played regional in Washington and me and my brother qualified for, the USGA four ball at uh-huh. Chambers. Yeah. And I was like the next couple of days at Chambers. So I just drove. I told Michael, I don't need to fly home. I'm just going to drive uh, yeah. over there. And uh, I played that with my brother. We, we made match play abandoned a couple of years before that, but that nice. one we didn't really play too well. And I remember I was like, we finished that. And I was like, well, professional golf starts now. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was my last amateur event. You know, I was like, yeah. I got. I got some Monday qualifiers coming up here soon. So there you go. Rush, you know, just one day you wake up and it's, it's a, uh, you know, obviously you planned it, but it's just, it's right. not like, yeah. yeah, it's just, it's a little different than probably other, what other guys experience. Exactly. Definitely. Oh, absolutely. Cause I mean, yeah, there's just a whole other process with, you know, going through a draft or, you know, just getting scouted, even, you know, get looked at by teams. But like you said, I mean, you wake up the next day and all right, you're a professional golfer. So it's a, yeah, yeah, it's a lot different, but you know, I'm really curious about like you've, you've played the mini tour stuff, you know, you got, you know, some status um, on the Canadian tour when it was a form tour and all that fun stuff. And, you know, I know um, you had said that you went over and um, you got status out on the sunshine tour now and everything like that what's the grind like in professional golf, like trying in those earlier years and stuff, which, you know, you're still going through and everything like what is, what is the grind like? Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's a lot different than college golf in the sense of like, you know, when you fly in with the college team, mm-hmm. you fly in on Saturday, play a practice round Sunday, play 36, 18, and you're out of there. Right. Whereas like, you know, playing up in Canada, you know, you come in on a Sunday, 
yeah, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, then the tournament Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So it's like, it's a little different with that. And, you know, mm-hmm. you're planning your schedule, you're booking your hotel, you're booking your rental <laughs> car, like stuff that you just never even had to deal with in college. Like you knew they were going to come, but yeah. And I knew, like, I, I, I knew guys that were playing. It's still, once you, once you start doing it yourself, it's definitely a little different of a wake up call. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, Finding people who want to help you out, I think that's the biggest thing. Like just guys that are willing to help you out because you definitely need some money to do it. And, oh yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's it goes quick too. <laughs> uh, depending on how you play, I mean, just signing up for Q school, like you know, that's that's a big chunk of money. That's you know, yeah. And how many Q schools are you going to play in? And yeah, I think the the grind of it is more just kind of staying in your lane, and it's probably a different path that i thought you mm-hmm. know when i was at long beach you know you just you think everything's gonna go perfect and you're gonna just go gradually up the ladder and yeah you're never gonna have a little setback or anything but you know like i said i went out to south africa i mean i i, I think you i would have never even thought i would go <laughs> do that in college or you know yeah. growing up playing junior golf but i really liked it and you know i got some status out there and it's a tour that you can work your way up and get, you, you know, get to the European tour. And, you know, so yeah, like I said, it's probably a different path than I thought, but you know, at the end of the day, I believe it'll end up at the same place and, you know, play mm-hmm. on the PJ tour. So, you know, whatever you got to do, I mean, you know, any mini tour, or, I like playing a lot. So I just, you know, I try to play anywhere I can, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and something that kind of stood out to me as, you know, I remember when you were playing this event, I mean, you played in a corn fairy tour event. I think it was the BMW charity event. Um, you know, yeah. what was that experience like playing on, you know, corn fairy tour event and kind of like, you know, I'm sure you probably learned a lot that week and stuff as well. Yeah. It was, a, yeah, it was a great taste just to get out there and yeah, you know, it was first time really playing in front of, you know, they had like grandstands, a lot of fans out there, you know, it was like a, it's a celebrity prime too. So you got some celebrities out there. So I think that's why yeah. more of the fans out there, but yeah, was, I had my brother on the bag. That was fun. Um, was lucky enough to get a sponsor's invite through, a through Tim, Tim Dunlap that I knew and mm-hmm. Jamie Mulligan, they kind of helped me get that. And actually yeah. I'm going to, I got it again this year. So I'll go back nice. this year. Yeah. So yeah you kind of need some people to help you out and give you a break, you know? So yeah, I think last year was kind of just, you know, try to get comfortable as much as I can. I mean, I think I ended up missing the cut by a couple, but you know, this year just try to treat it as business as usual and just exactly. go play my golf, you know? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think I was in kind of more wide eyed last year. It was, it was, it was, <laughs> it was a cool experience. I, I, I haven't played in the PGA tour event or anything like that. So it was uh, that first one, and it was it was fun, you know. You gotta oh, yeah. gotta get the taste for it, you know. Exactly. Well, and I mean, it's like you know, the first time for everything. I mean, you're kind of figuring. You got to figure things out, especially you know, like you said, being you know a little bit wide eyed because it's it's a big deal playing the Corn Ferry Tour and you know playing yeah. an event like that, and you know you're playing against guys that are you know everybody is super good, you know. You're getting at that yeah. level, so um, but it's cool to get those experiences and kind of see what it's like out there. Maybe see what okay, you know, this is what I need to work on or, you know, just kind of getting those experiences under your belt. So when you go there this coming year, you'll have a little bit of understanding of what it's like, I guess. Yeah, for sure. I think, you know, not, not being so wide out this time around. And, you know, right. I know, I know, you know, I know a lot of the guys out there, so it's more of your peers versus, you know, 
Yeah. I think the last time you're just like, you know, you're kind of looking around on the range and stuff versus, you know, you know, these are the guys, the same guys you see, you know, I've seen right. them at Golden State events and up in Canada and whatnot. So it's just, you know, try to get comfortable and just go play your golf. And at the end of the day, you know, you know, it's good enough and just got to yeah. go do it. Exactly, man. Exactly. And I mean, I think you're definitely more than capable of doing that. So I'm interested in. I can't wait for you to just get back out there. And also the Sunshine Tour, I'm excited for the, for that opportunity for you there as well. So it'll be interesting to see how you go, man. But, um, I mean, I'm curious about, like, do you like to set goals for yourself? You know, have you maybe in the next year or even couple years, do you have any goals set that you'd like to accomplish? Or are you more of a, are you more of like a progress goal guy? I mean, I think the biggest goal is just to keep improving and seeing yourself get better. Mm-hmm. You know, I felt like the last, you know, six months of the game's gotten better and I can see those results, you know, you know, golf is not always a win, but right. it, you know, you know, it's tough to win, but you can kind of see, you know, the progress you're making and the consistency. But yeah, I mean, I think at the end of the day, I, you know, want to get some status on the corn Ferry tour. I think that's the biggest goal or, yeah, I, mean, I guess now like the European tour, you know, that'd be kind of the goal, one of those. And yeah, you know, I, I didn't keep, I, I went up to Canada for a season and played up there and, Mm-hmm. I didn't keep my card. So, you know, keeping the card on the Sunshine Tour, you know, being able to consistently put up the the results on, you know, a tour. Mm-hmm. It's nice that I have a place to play and they have so many events and, you know, you can get into some co-sanctioned stuff if you play well. And, yeah, you know, it's kind of just see how I can, you know, put consecutive weeks together. You know, it's a little yeah. different than like a mini tour event. You know, you play right. one week and then you wait three weeks for the next one. Versus mm-hmm. like, you know, try to get ready back to back weeks. And I think that's what kind of struggled with up in Canada. And uh, so hopefully, you know, what I learned up there, I can use to good uh, in uh, South Africa this, uh, you know, this coming absolutely. season. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, absolutely. And it's nice that you've been able to get those experiences at Canada. You can apply those when you're at, the, you know, in South Africa and yeah, man. I mean, it, I bet whenever you were a young kid, you didn't think you'd be going and playing, you know, in South Africa, Sunshine Tour events. It's <laughs> no, yeah. I had a buddy that uh, I grew up playing with at a hacienda, and yeah, he played at he played at Texas A&M, and he went last year, and he kind of just told me about it, and I was like, all right, well, I'm gonna sign up, and uh, I went out with another guy that he knew, and yeah, just got through first stage and got through final stage, and. Season starts here, you know, uh, this, you know, going to head out this Sunday and there's, there you go. Yeah, just go do it. You know, At yeah, the end of the day, it's just golf. You're just in a different place. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you know, you just go out there and do the best you can and, you know, see how it, ha- see how everything unfolds. But no, man, I mean, best of luck to you over there. I think it's gonna be really cool to see. And, you know, sometimes they have, they have some of their events on TV super early, late at night. So, you know, maybe we'll, yeah. we'll see, maybe we'll see a little Hunter Epson on TV, a sunshine tour. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. That'd be nice. <laughs> that'd be awesome. But um, we're heading to the next section of the show here. I like to call the ham and egg section. Just ask them for fun questions, get to know you a little bit more, but something I'm always curious about with, you know, guys when they turn pro and they're doing their scheduling with events and even off weeks and stuff like that. Like, how do you go about your scheduling? Do you like to take periods of time off? Or are you kind of somebody that likes to just constantly be, you know, grinding or playing or something like that? Yeah, I think I'm more of the and the constantly grinding and yeah. I don't really like to take a ton of time off. I just like to keep playing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like 
you know, with the season come up in South Africa, you can kind of have, you know, plan out your schedule for a couple months, but there is a couple, you know, periods of time that are off. So when I come back, I'll play some APTs or gold mm-hmm. or Asher tour events or yeah. Monday qualifiers just to try to keep, try to keep going. I, I don't know. I don't like to sit still and not, not do yeah. anything and take some time off. I've never really been like that. So I gotcha. You know, I try to, I try to take a week off and, I end up going to the course like the next day to go practice. So <laughs> yeah. I just, I just, I just enjoy golf a lot. So I like going playing with whether it's members or a tournament, it's just, it's all fun. There you go, man. It's I mean, you got to have that kind of, and you got to really enjoy the grind because if not, it's going to eat you alive. That's what, that's just what I've heard from some people and stuff. So, but you know, it's cool to hear how, you know, you, you, you like to stay sharp. And plus if you take like a week off in golf, that's like a long time for the game of golf. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've, I've definitely done it. There's times where you need to do it, but yeah, it's just, yeah, it's definitely tough. Yeah. Cause get, I mean, golf you feel is like you come back and you're just a totally different person. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah, because golf is one of those sports where it's like, you know, you, you kind of have to constantly be working at it because you can't take like, you know, I know some people that they take like years off and they come back and it's like, dude, it's going to be totally different feel. It's going to be terrible. So it's like, I don't know it's just golf is just a, it's another animal. So it's always interesting to hear from, you know, guys like yourself that are kind of going through the professional golf world and, um, you know, scheduling and just going to these events and stuff. So it's, uh, but no, it's interesting though. I think that's definitely, I've heard some people that like to take weeks off at a time, but more so they like to constantly be grinding. Like you said, when you come back, you're going to play in some Mondays, you know, some Masher tour events and stuff just to kind of stay sharp, I guess. So, um, but yeah, yeah no, that's awesome. I think there's, it's good both ways. Whoever you are, just trying to figure that who you exactly. are is probably better than, you know, overdoing or underdoing it. Exactly. Yeah. It's all different for everybody. But um, next question I have here for you is kind of like the most memorable moment you've while being on the golf course. Like, it, could you think back to a moment or an experience where you were like, you kind of go back to sometimes and think about? Yeah, I played the USG. I played two USGA four balls with my brother. We qualified for, and the first one was up at Banda Dunes, and yeah, we played well and got, you know, got to match play, and we won our first match, and then we ended up losing our second match. Ran into like a this guy that was like on a buzzsaw, and <laughs> ended up my brother missed the putt in the last hole to keep the match going, and but yeah, it was it was just that was probably the most fun I've had in golf. Just you know, someone got a. I've always looked up to and he's always mm-hmm. been there for me and yeah. just kind of just kind of a built-in role model kind of following him and uh yeah so it was fun just to be able to play that with him you know I think if uh roles reverse and I was the older brother I think he'd be the one playing and I would be the one you know working and <laughs> uh so yeah I just kind of got some opportunities that maybe he didn't have and yeah, yeah. it's fun though, to always having him and he still grinds on the the mid ams and stuff like that. So it's fun nice watching him and hopefully uh, we can get into some tournament one day that's, you know, him and am and I'm a pro, you know, I, I know they have those things in the desert and the winners and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, yeah absolutely. that's what I was like, pro scratch event. That's what I was looking for. So hopefully we can play another one one day. Yeah, there you go, man. I mean, it's cool to be able to have those experiences with your brother, you know, especially playing yeah. in USG events like that. And, you know, that's high level stuff there. And that's stuff that both you and him will never, never forget. So that's yeah, pretty yeah. cool. It was, yeah, it was, it was a blast. That is awesome, man. That's pretty cool. And um, next question I have here for you is, and which I'm kind of curious about, because I mean, you play, you were so into, you know, ice hockey and, you know, other sports, but 
I mean, the game of golf is there's so many like ups and downs and it, it's it can be such a rewarding game at the same time, though. Like, I'm just curious, why do you play golf? Why? What is it about the game that you really appreciate? I think it's just like the daily grind of trying to get better. You don't have to like wait for anybody to mm-hmm. go practice with. It's kind of all on you and yeah. how good you get or how much time you want to put in is all on you. And I think just not really having to wait around and wait for a practice to start or, mm-hmm. you know, pay for a, a slip of ice to go practice. Like, <laughs> I think that's what kind of got me into it and still what kind of keeps me going is just, you know, something I can play with my brother and my dad and play for the rest of our lives. And, uh, there you go. Yeah. Just, it's just me versus the golf course at the end of the day. It's not, you know, yeah, you're trying to win a golf tournament, but you know, sometimes you can play really, really good golf and finish second. So mm-hmm. it's just, you know, that's kind of out of your control at some point. It's just kind of you versus, yeah, you know, you versus par, I guess, at, you know, some point. Interesting. You know, I've never, whenever you said that, whenever you said, you know, me versus the golf course, I, it kind of made me think like, yeah, that's kind of interesting because I've never thought of it that way. Whereas, you know, some people you go to tournaments and you think, oh, you know, this person's in the field. Oh, this, this, and you got to shoot a number. But at the end of the day, it's you versus the course. Yeah, I uh, huh. I grew up getting lessons from uh, Mr. Marins up at Bel Air, the little pro. And uh, uh-huh. my dad went to him when he was a kid. And he kind of told me that when I first started going to him, he's like, at the end of the day, it's just you versus old man par. Mm-hmm. You can adjust, you know you can play like a stroke play match play type of a thing against par and you can adjust par to whatever you see fit. But uh-huh. you know, at the end of the day, you're just trying to beat the golf course. You, I mean, I, I can't go and try to, I can't control what someone else in the field is going to do, you know? Right. Like right. I, it's not another, like I, you know, I'm not pitching against them. I'm not throwing a, you know, <laughs> I'm not checking him in hockey, you know, it's just, I can only control what I'm going to do. And if I can just, play the golf course as best I can. And at the end of the week, if it adds up good enough, it's good enough. You know? Exactly. No, I think that's great, man. I think it's cool to hear that. Why you, you know, why you appreciate the game of golf. And um, yeah, it's, it's just cool to hear somebody that, I mean, you go from playing team sports. I think a lot of people kind of notice that, um, you know, you don't have to get a team together to practice and all that. And golf's just all on you. You go out there, the amount of work you're putting in is, you know, the amount that you're going to get in the output in the end of it also. It's interesting though. Interesting. Yeah. Next question I have here for you is like, you know, people that are looking to, they're making the transition from college golf to professional golf. Like what's some advice that, or something that you've learned just from your experiences and, you know, just the kind of the couple of years you've been playing pro. Yeah. I think one thing I wish I would have done more in amateur golf is kind of play back to back events on the mm-hmm. road and uh, go play one event, come home, work on my game, go back to another event. I think, trying to f- figure out what you do and how to like practice on the road mm-hmm. versus always practicing at your home golf course or yeah, you know, just getting ready on the road, like figuring out what that travel is going to be like. Cause I mean, I've talked to some guys that you know are still at Long Beach and they're like, I don't really like the grind and I don't, you know, that or the travel aspect of it. And they're not gonna, you know, they might not pursue professional golf because of it. I think you really got to know what you're getting involved with and, I think mm-hmm. I wish I would have done that a little more in amateur golf is just trying to, uh, you know, figure out what I'm going to do on the road more. Cause you have so much right. time right. in a hotel room <laughs> by yourself, you know, you know, yeah. you got to keep your, 
you know, how, like, you know, you can tire yourself out before the tournament starts. Exactly. You know? Yeah. The more absolutely. reps, the more reps you can get. And, you know, still I'm trying to get more reps to just really try to dial in what you do on a, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, before a tournament starts, you know, whatever day you get yeah. there, you know, obviously yeah. so many tour events, they're not starting on those specific days, but, you know, just trying to manage your time. And I think if you can surround yourself with people that are also pursuing it, I think it makes it a lot more fun. I think that's what at Virginia you got so great. And why, like, I think a lot of guys have succeeded there is, you know, they had a group of guys that were doing it, you know, Mm-hmm. I don't know, with John Mallinger, John Merrick, Peter Tomasula, and they all, you know, they all made it, and, and Brett Letter as well. And, yeah. You know, now there's TJ Vogels out there, so I get to play a lot with him. He's on the Corn Ferry. Lilia Vu just won a major. Nice. She's out of Virginia. And then you got Clay Sieber on the Long Beach team, and a couple other the Long Beach guys are able to practice out there. So it's it's fun to be around guys that also want to do it, and I think that's – it makes it a lot more fun and – you know, getting beat by people, you know, pushes you to get better. You know, I think if you can surround yourself with the right people, I think it will help your golf. Absolutely, man. I think that's, I think that's well said, especially with, you know, surrounding yourself around people that are kind of doing the same thing. Cause I mean, I know people that are playing professional golf that travel together or they're, or they're doing something together or they're grinding together because it's just, it makes it that much more enjoyable, but also it pushes you as well. So yeah definitely yeah Yeah, it's definitely nice when you can uh travel with somebody you know that you enjoy being around versus right yes you know sometimes you got to go alone and that's fine you know yeah yeah i don't don't mind that at all but like it's definitely nice when you can have somebody there to (laughs) split the costs with and everything (laughs) absolutely man because like you said i mean a professional golf is it's expensive it's not cheap for sure and there's some weeks where you're not making money and some weeks you are so ultimately you want to make money every week but that's not always the case so (laughs) yeah yeah. Next question here is kind of about the nerves on the golf course. Like what, is there a moment that you can think of when you've been the most nervous on the golf course? I think, uh, I was like leading my high school, uh, league championship. And it was kind of a big deal for me because my dad had won it. So I, I wanted to get the name on the trophy as well. And I, I think yeah. I had like, uh, we played a four round 18 hole event. And I want to say I had like, a around a 10 shot lead going the last round over my brother. And I just remember wow. like, I was so nervous because <laughs> like, I was like, if I blow this lead to him, like I'm never going to hear the end of it the rest of my life. And I think there's a couple other guys there too, like right there with them. And I just was like, you can't mess up a 10 shot lead. You know? Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, someone's, and I remember I, it, it got down to like seven or something and I ended up not getting that close, but it was just like, I remember the whole day, like in class, I was just like, I, I just want this, I just want to get this <laughs> over with at the time. I think that was, you know, like one of the more nervous I've been. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. No, that's awesome. It's funny to hear those, those high school, the high school experience you're yeah. in class and I, you're I, like, I don't, <laughs> I don't think I have won many, you know, you win some junior golf tournaments, but nothing like that's like, you know, with your peers and against your brother. So it was, it was just yeah. fun. Like it was just, I, I wanted to win. And I just remember I was like that whole day, I was just so nervous. I was like, I can't not win this. <laughs> I'll never hear the end of it from him and then, and my other friends. Absolutely, man. Well, Hey, you went out there, got the job done, but it's always yeah, yeah. interesting to hear the the nerves on the golf course. Cause I mean, they're, they're there, they're going to be there sometimes. So yeah, I, I usually got the like first tee, Mm-hmm. and once you kind of get off the first tee you kind of get going but yeah i was i was 
I, I remember hearing if you're not nervous, then I guess it doesn't mean something. So right. I kind of always accepted the nerves, I guess, you know. Yeah. They're always going to be there. I mean, I, you want to play well and you want to, you know. You, you care it, a lot so. about it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah I get It'd you, man. It's easy to not be nervous if you don't care, you know. Exactly but, um, right. Yeah. Yeah. I get you, man. I get you. We're heading to the last question here, man. I always like to kind of end it on, you know, people that, you know, have supported you or got got you into the game of golf or inspired you. But, you know, is there somebody or a group of people that have really inspired you to be the person slash golfer you are today? Yeah, I think it's just my dad and my brother. Yeah. I think uh, my dad's one of the best golfers I've ever played with. He doesn't really play much golf anymore, but uh-huh. just just kind of just engulfed in his work and like his work ethic is just unmatched. I've never seen any, anything like it. And it's, it's pretty inspiring for me to like try to put that much work in, in my golf game. And, you know, this mm-hmm. is my job and to try to outwork him. I don't know if it's possible. I don't know if anybody does that on the planet, but yeah, yeah I'm just yeah. like my, my brother, he's kind of just always been there for me. It's kind of, you know, growing up, like I got, good quick in the game because i was always practicing with somebody who's a lot better than me and mm-hmm. even now it's just it's fun to go compete against him and when i'm at tournaments it's it's nice to have somebody to the call and talk to and it's not always just golf it's just kind of what's going on in life and it's yeah. just kind of fun to have that built-in best friend that is also kind of understands what you're going through you know exactly yeah yeah, I get you, man. It's cool because, I mean, they've been there since the beginning as well. And, you know, it's uh, it's nice to, like you said, to be able to be able to kind of call up your brother and not only talk about golf and just see how things are going and everything. And, you know, I'm sure they're going to always support you no matter what you go through in life as well. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. definitely the, the biggest supporters. And it's, you know, it's it's fun. It's uh, it's nice that we have this awesome game to play together, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you guys get to be able to share that with each other and stuff. So, but um, yeah. well, hey, man, that'll wrap up this week's episode of Scrambling with Delonado. Hunter, thank you so much, man, coming on here and telling us your story. And I wish you nothing but the best, man. Really looking forward to kind of what's to come for you in the game of golf and everything. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. And thanks for all you do. All the awesome pictures. They're great. Uh, I appreciate that, man. Definitely. Have a good one, everybody. Hey everyone, thanks again for listening to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto. Just want to let you guys know I create an Instagram for the podcast called Scrambling Podcast. You can head over there, follow for updates on the episodes, as well as material that I'll be talking about in the episodes like videos or photos. So you can check them out there and get a little more insight on the episodes. Thanks again for listening and have a good one.